the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, Pastor, doesn't science disprove the Bible? Isn't Genesis just a fairy tale? Is God for real? Did he really create everything in six literal days? Didn't God just use the Big Bang? Why is there death and suffering? really believe the Bible? Didn't man evolve from apes? For answers to these questions and more, stand by for Believing the Bible. Guess what? My teacher said that we need to get our parents to stop using big gasoline cars and start using electric cars or bicycles. Why is that? She said it's because burning a lot of gasoline will cause global warming and melt all the ice and that will flood a lot of the earth. Is that a fact? How does she know all this? She said it was from watching a movie called An Inconvenient Truth. I see. How do we know we can trust that movie? Oh, Grandpa, it was said by a former vice president of the United States, so it's got to be right. My child, I'd like to think that we can trust everything our political leaders tell us, but that just hasn't always been the case. However, we can trust everything that the Bible tells us because it's the Word of God which has never been proven wrong. We read in Genesis 1, verse 28, Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Do you know what God meant by subdue and have dominion? Is that like taking control? Yes, but in a way that allows for us to prosper, or as the Bible says, be fruitful and multiply. We should take control in a way that's good for the earth and the creatures on it. However, when leaders try to take control, They should do it based on good scientific study and not use scare tactics. Wow, Grandpa. Are you saying that global warming isn't real? That depends on how you define global warming. The Earth has gone through cycles of warming and cooling for as long as we've had records of temperatures. But is it all from mankind's actions? Or does it happen naturally? Real science, that which has been tested and observed, has not proven that we as humans can make a significant change in our climate. And that's a fact. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reid, Dr. Carl Williams, Dr. Al Johnson, and our producer, Ed Salzadel, all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. All right, guys, (laughs) we have now decided we're going to wade into it because now you're in danger of being the deniers you're in danger of being the total kooks. Before we wade into that kind of stuff, is this something that Christians are supposed to be concerned about in this debate? I think so, yes, because Christians should have a voice in what happens in society. Christians should have the willingness to study their planet, to take dominion over the planet. And you can't do that by being quiet in the rear of the bus. Are we called to be stewards? I was just going to say, that's, that's the bottom line for us as Christians. He's given us dominion, but we're stewards. It's his stuff, and we need to take care of it. But 
do we take care of it based on faulty science or whatever is called science? Does that dominion mandate say we can do whatever we want with the planet? No, no. I mean, Psalm 8 talks about how we have dominion over the earth and dominion over the animals, but since we're put in charge of everything, that uh, indicates we have a responsibility. If we're stewards, then we're supposed to take care of it. Well, absolutely. And I want to separate one thing before we get deep into the weeds here. Does this mean, if we question any part of global warming, that we don't need to be worried about smog or pollution in our atmosphere or anything else of that nature? No, those are not the same thing. Okay. But you see, that's melded as the same thing in the public's mind. And so we want to get into this. And also, I want to tell our listeners, we are not deniers that any global warming has occurred any time in the past or currently. But let's look at some interesting stuff. 1895, 1932, 1958, and then 1975 Newsweek all had big articles declaring global cooling. (laughs) And you now have some Russian scientists are talking about a Sun-Mond event, which is going to usher in a global cooling cycle in the next couple of decades. Or if it hasn't already started. Or if it already hasn't started. Are you hearing any of this in the media? You've got to dig pretty deep. Because it's not on the agenda. Cooling is not on the agenda. Now, Al, we brought you on here today. I know that this is a, a topic. I don't know whether to define this as near to your heart or something that drives you absolutely nuts. Both. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I don't like being lied to. I've never liked being lied to. And just as a little background of my own case, I grew up as a preacher's kid, and I learned to read the King James Bible before I went to school. So I didn't suffer from learning how to read, and I didn't suffer from reading. But my parents were not well educated, and so I had to get my science training from the encyclopedias before I got it from school. The point is, already, this is back in the 1950s, that all of the science information was completely awash in evolution. That's the background. But the point for that is we've got time after time after time after time of fraudulent science to bolster a theory that's in crisis and has been in crisis. So I do. When I find out you've got Heckel's uh, embryos and you've got all Darwin's finches, I've got a whole list of them. They've already been done before. But when you've lied to me to get me to believe something that's not true and I find out about it, now you got me. You got me. So I'm going to look now real carefully when you tell me something. So how can I believe this? You've got a track record of un- inability to tell the truth. Now, when you say something like that, sounds like, okay, well, he's kind of off the rail and that type of stuff. But we have documented evidence that East Anglia, which is the probably foremost meteorological group in the UK, as well as NOAA here in the US, and the Australian Bureau of Meteorology have all been falsifying data and cherry picking data in the last 30 years to try to support this thing. Does that make you a nut? It shouldn't, but you can't get a hearing about talking about truth. When this website that I've perused many times, what's up with that? This guy's no nut. He's just looking at their data. That's what I've always said. Henry Morris wrote a book called That Their Words May Be Used Against Them. They're their best enemies. If I've got a title right here. Global Warming Unstoppable, report says. This, this is them. Well, if it's unstoppable, what are we talking about? You, you can't stop it. So what are we getting excited about? Yeah. If we quit every bit of carbon whatever emission that they want to call it. If we went to zero emission, they're trying to do that by 2050. It doesn't change anything. They admit that. Okay. So why should we spend trillions of dollars to do nothing? To do nothing. You're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reid, 
Dr. Al Johnson and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today, we're wading into the uh, global warming debate. And, of course, the popular media will say there shouldn't be any debate whatsoever. What what was the figure you quoted? They'll say 97% of all scientists agree. Climate science. Climate scientists. Well, then how did John Coleman, the originator of the Weather Channel, find 31,000 scientists to sign on with him to say that this whole thing of global warming and the catastrophic things that are supposed to go along with it is a hoax? Must be billions of climate scientists then to make that percentage right. (laughs) There aren't that many. Oh. Well, they all must be funded by the Koch brothers, don't uh-huh. you think? You were referencing beforehand that, you know, if it's irreversible, if, it, if it's just inevitable, then where are we going to go to? If we had carried through with the Paris Accords, which the Obama administration signed on to and the Trump administration has backed off of, we would have spent $3 trillion to possibly lower the temperature on the Earth by 0.12 degrees. But if it's a number it's given to us by science, I don't trust that either. But don't trust it. But let's say that's solid. Does that solve the problem? Not a chance. No, it doesn't. And then you've got this irreversible stuff. At the same time, that brilliant agreement said that the number one polluters in the world have to do nothing, have to spend nothing, have to do nothing in terms of curbing what they're doing. Of course, it's gotten hilarious nowadays. You have some data. How much is our actual commitment to the carbon emissions in the world? I think it's 4.6%. I don't know what our numbers are, but it's immaterial, quite frankly, what our numbers, even if we were the sole proprietor of all the carbon, Mm -hmm. that's not where the problem is. Right. I mean, this concept of greenhouse gas is a nonsensical term. It sounds like there's this trapping mechanism that this heat just can't escape because, wait a minute, we've used an analogy of 100,000 people in a stadium, football stadium, and 40 of them are controlling this whole world. 40 people out of 100,000. That's the 400 parts per million concept. It can't be any trapping in the first place. But if it was, what are you going to do about it? Well, the data that you've shown me shows that rising CO2 follows warming events, not causes warming events. In every case where you look at their data, I don't have to create the data. I use their data and point out in their graph, they use old data, right, which is not real data. We don't have any look in the record book and find something 100,000 years old. The real data is happening when we've got measurements with a thermometer, with a whatever the device is that we are currently using. We can go back maybe 100 years, maybe 150 years. I'll give you 200 years. We've got nothing that demonstrates what they want to say that this increase in CO2 in the atmosphere is causing the rise in temperature. It's the other way around. The temperature is causing the increase in the CO2 from the capture in the water, wherever it is. It's not the cause, it's the effect. And so the real science is, this is all bogus from the start. We have just started this discussion. We are going to continue this discussion over the next couple of programs because there is a huge amount of data to be looked at, but also a huge amount of misinformation to be cut through with this discussion. Al, we thank you, and we're going to continue this next time. We recommend that you check out Terry Reed's book on his website at Why Should You Believe? You can get access to a whole range of Dr. Carl Williams' books on Christian historical fiction on Amazon.com. And we also recommend Scott Lane's new book, What If God Wrote the Bible?, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere else. 
Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger in Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you miss any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzwell, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.